Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. Welcome tonight. Great to have you with us. I mentioned uh, last Sunday we had the, the relaunch of our vision um, for the next season and we, we've had a great response and a great uh, lift, I think, in, in uh, and, you know, people's anticipation and excitement about this season ahead. And um, I think one of the things that, that really uh, has been set in my heart is that God will bring great opportunity. God will bring great opportunity in our path. And uh, this season ahead, you know, the, it's going to be, a, I guess, a, a margin of challenge, you know, for all of us. But we have to take this opportunity and seize it. This next season, this next time in God, when it brings opportunity our way, we take a hold of it and we seize it and make it ours, make it our own. I want to read the text, Ephesians 5, uh, between 8 and 17. Let me read that to you. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. Are you with me? making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. It says so, be very careful. Let's be wise to make the most of every opportunity. And I think one of the, the, the greatest opportunities being a believer in Jesus Christ is that you can live a life as children of light. The world doesn't get that opportunity. Only believers in Jesus Christ have this opportunity to live as children of light. And one thing I've noticed since becoming a a Christian, a believer in God, is that God isn't satisfied with you just being on the team. He actually wants to make you the best player that you can be. The best player that you can be. Not competing against someone else. But rising up, becoming awake to the opportunity that he brings your way. I was listening uh, to an interview this week with um, Cameron Smith. Now, for those who um, are NRL ignorant, um, Cameron Smith was the first... Uh, NRL player to have 400 first grade games. Never been done before. And so the interviewer said to him, they said, hey, you know, man, how are you going after 400 first grade games at the age of 39? Pretty old, isn't it? 
39, like, how you holding up? And he said this, he said, I don't feel tired at all. He said, I'm, I'm ready to go. And he explained why. He said, you've got to understand, these days it's different. The coaches are so focused on keeping your body and your mind strong so that you will last the distance. You see, I grew up in the 70s and 60s and 70s and 80s where, you know, all the footballers would go to training on a Tuesday night and then finish it off at the pub. And that was, that was what they did. You know, you know, you'd go to training, then you'd go to the pub. And that, that was kind of everybody did that. But these days, they're, they're a lot smarter. They know that if they have the right conditions, if they have the right training, if they have the right physiotherapists, if they have the right, you know, mental coaches and that, these guys can last the distance. That's the opportunity they have that the earlier generations didn't have. And this is how God sees you. Let me read it out of Matthew 5, 14, 16. He said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, listen to it, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, you have this opportunity to live as children of light. You have this opportunity with a coach that's prepared to do whatever it takes to get the best that you can ever be. Look at verse 8 and 10. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. The first thing we've got to do in verse 8 is never forget. See, never forget. Salvation is the greatest opportunity you will ever have. Salvation is the greatest opportunity you will have. But the good news is it doesn't stop at salvation. You also have an opportunity to live the best life possible. Sitting in this room tonight, you have an opportunity to live the best life possible. Never forget that. I mean, sadly, very few ever get the opportunity that you have tonight. If you were to add up the total, uh, you know, Christian community on the Gold Coast in comparison to the, the number of people that live on the Gold Coast, we are a smaller percentage. So what does that tell me? It tells me not everyone gets this opportunity that you and I have. The opportunity is available to everyone on the coast, but the reality is not everyone gets this opportunity that you have as a believer of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2 says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Never take it for granted the decision that you made for Christ. 
Never take that for granted. I still remember living under that darkness. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I grew up in it. I watched people that I loved tear each other apart. I watched lives filled with heartache and grief. And the only relief, the only relief was alcohol or drugs to numb the pain. I'll never forget that. People I loved destroyed themselves. A hopeless existence that their crime was that they never saw a better way. Or if they did, they rejected it. That was their crime. And it may be difficult for people who grow up in church and don't have that full contrast. But I'll tell you tonight, there is only darkness and light. There is only darkness and light. It doesn't matter how good the world looks on its best day, it's darkness. It's darkness. And you have an opportunity tonight to be a part of the light that God is talking about. Choose the light and let it get brighter and brighter. Choose the light and make a statement in this world and push back that darkness. So many other people will will have a contrast when they look at your life and are able to make a choice. If you never forget what the darkness was like, if you allow the light to come in, if you see it, and you grab hold of it, the next thing you've got to do is just do it. Do it. Live as children of light. Look at verse 9. It says, Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. See, Paul gives us a clear directive. Live as children of light. If there's only two choices, to live at darkness or to live at light, then choose light. Live as children of light. Just do it. Just make the call. Just make the decision. Make the choice. Be very deliberate about it. Be very deliberate about it tonight. I can tell you that it doesn't happen automatically because you've said the sinner's prayer. When you ask Christ to be your saviour, salvation is automatic. It happens at that moment. No question about that. But to live as children of light is a decision that each individual has to make. Verse 14 tells us, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. It's like, wake up, take a hold of this opportunity to live as children of the light. Make a statement in your world. This is your opportunity. You make the decision and you you wake up, you arise, and the light begins to expose the darkness in our lives. And that's a little scary, but can I tell you, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because we all got a bit of it. None of us are exempt, 
But when we let that light begin to take over, when we give it permission for, for Christ to shine on us, when we get illuminated by the Word of God and by His presence. Did you feel His presence tonight? Wow. I love that. That fills my tank. You make that decision. And here's the good news. The more light, the better the life. That's the truth. The more light, the better the life. The more that gets exposed and destroyed, the more freedom that we walk in. The more freedom that we walk in, the stronger we become. No longer bound by my weakness because I've turned my weakness into strength. That's good news. No longer a stumbling block, but a stepping stone. Amen? You may ask the question, you know, Pastor, why are you pushing this point on decision? And the answer is this. I've seen people sit in church for decades, heard maybe a thousand messages, responded to a hundred altars, and yet today have never walked in the freedom that Christ has for them. And I'm like, how does that happen? Of course, we never make a decision to change it. We never make a decision to dispel the darkness and to increase the light. As soon as we do that, things start to change. As soon as we do that, we start to come alive on the inside. We start to, the, to see the things that God has opened up for us, the opportunities that have opened to us. We're smart enough to grab it, wise enough to take hold of that opportunity. Those people have been presented opportunity after opportunity, but never seized it. What a waste. Never seized it. Can you imagine decades in church and still no more like Jesus? Sure, saved, salvation, absolutely. But we're called for more. We're called for more. We're called to be children of light. We're called to make a difference, to affect every area we walk in the darkness in which we live. The light just pushes the darkness back. And it's no more than the, the, the light of Christ that radiates, illuminates our lives and expels that darkness. That's powerful. Wow, that's an exciting life right there. But when you make that decision, number three, you honour it. You honour it. Look at verse 10. It says, And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. As I said earlier, you know, very few will ever get this opportunity that you have tonight. Very few of the populace on the Gold Coast will ever have this opportunity that you have tonight unless they find Christ. Think about that. God paid such a huge price for you to be free 
And in reality, it cost us nothing. Amen? In reality, it cost us nothing. The least we could do is honor it. If I call myself Christian, the least I can do is to honor the light. It's the least I can do. I can't earn my salvation. I can't buy it. I can't perform enough to make it happen. It's a free gift. Salvation is a free gift. The least I can do is honour that with my life. I doubt there would be a believer in this room that's ever regretted making that decision to follow Jesus. Amen? Then honour it. Honour it. You know, I remember playing golf with a guy once and he was brilliant. I mean, this guy could do it all. And I'm playing with this guy, and he's like, just phenomenal. And I'm, why don't you turn pro? And he said to me, well, as a matter of fact, he said, uh, when I was a junior playing golf, he said I was in the top five in Australia. He said two of those other top five were Adam Scott and Aaron Badley. So he's in that league as a junior. There's five of them, right? Those guys are on the PGA Tour today. Adam's got one, the Masters at Augusta, like the first Australian to do that. And this guy's as good as them. And I ask the obvious question, like, you know, why didn't, why didn't you go pro? Like, why didn't you go for it? He said, oh, no. He said, he said I just like to party too much. True story. Now I'm dying on the inside here because I'm seeing an opportunity that's been thrown away. Now I'm a golfer. I understand what it takes to get to that level. It is a, it is to, it, it's a gift. It's not just ability to train and to practice. There's a gift involved here. But he didn't honour it. He just ho-hum, took it for granted. Yeah, it would have taken some hard work. Yes, it would have taken some tough decisions. It would have taken dedication and sacrifice. But at the end of the day, what a waste. Amen? What a waste to be, to be one who could be but never would. Paul said in Ephesians 1.11, he said, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In other words, there's an opportunity for you to seize. There is a gifting, there is a strength, there's an ability on your life, whatever that is, for that light to shine, for that light to expand and flourish. And we need to honour that. You say, well, why did God do that? Why did God call me? Why did God position me? I don't know. But I don't want the alternative. I've been given this chance, this opportunity. I need to seize it. Take a hold of it. You're in the right place at the right time. You are in the right place at the right time and God is going to bring opportunity across your path. The question is, will you honour it? 
Will you seize it? Will you take a hold of it? And bring increase for his kingdom. Let's destroy the things that hold us back. Isn't it funny, you know, you struggle with something and then you overcome it. Then you look back and you think, really? That kept me small? Really? That, that held me back? Really? That had such a, a stronghold on me? Amen? Really, that distracted me from the course that the creator of heaven and earth has predestined me to take a hold of, to seize it, to shine, to be a child of light? Really? That insignificant little thing that I held on to so dearly, so precious, was just trash compared to the opportunity to let that light shine, that illumination of Christ, to honour that in my world, in my lifetime. You see, a moth is attracted to the flame. And I don't know what is so attractive to a moth about a flame. But you only got to sit out on the porch and they're attracted in their droves. You see that cartoon with the two moths? Far side, one moth says to the other one, Fred, don't look at the light. Don't look at the light. Too late. Set. Isn't that like music? You sit on the porch and it's like zit, 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 zit. Yes. <laughs> Smell the barbecue. <laughs> now, let's get back to something. Else. What's attractive in our world? What's attractive in our light that will draw people out of darkness? We need to address this as believers because we are called to be children of light. There has got to be something attractive about us that the world says, why are you happy? I saw what you went through. I saw the, the tragedy that came upon you and, and you're happy today. How does that work? That's attractive. I've watched your family, I've watched, I've watched your children go, I've watched your youth. I tell you what, if you've got children and they're not in this youth, this is attractive. If I was a parent here with teenage kids, I want them in the middle of that. Amen? That's a light shining brightly. That's a city on a hill that can't be hidden. I want that for my kids. Amen? Grandkids now. Amen? Come on, it's not, it's not about thinking better of yourself than you ought. It's not about pride or arrogance or ego. It's none of those things. It's about saying, wait a minute. I need to honour the opportunity that God has given me and live my life that is attractive like a light in darkness. Not perfect, we'll never be perfect. But we need to be attractive. And you know what I'm talking about with that. We need to be attractive. 
We need to dispel darkness. Let me pray for you tonight. I don't know what this next season is going to look like. I don't. But I know if we, will, if we will make a decision, if we will get behind this, if we will sow our lives into what he has predestined for us to seize hold of, to take hold of, that opportunities are going to come. Opportunities are going to come. You're going to be in the right place at the right time and that opportunity is going to come and lives are going to be changed. Lives are going to be transformed. Lives are going to be drawn like moths to the flame to the illumination of Christ on your life. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Be looking for that opportunity. Lift your head. Awake, O sleeper. Lift your head. Stop navel-gazing. Stop looking down at the bad stuff. Start to lift your eyes to the opportunity and honour it. Honour it. As a believer in Jesus Christ, honour it. Father, I pray with eyes of the Spirit that would be open tonight. I pray with a determination and a strength on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit that we will grab a hold and seize the opportunity that you're bringing our way. That we won't bury our talent, but we'll bring increase and multiplication to the gifts and the abilities and the strengths and the light that is shining from each and every one of us, those who believe. And we thank you for this opportunity, Lord. And we honour you every step of the way because we don't deserve it. But by your grace, by your mercy, we're thankful. Everybody said? Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand tonight.